Well, hello, everybody. How are you doing? This is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Thomas Show, and my guest this time is the funny and super cool returning guest, Latisse Mitchell. Now, what we talk about this time, of course, is comedy because she's a comedian, the host of Funny Bits Radio. But I also hold an intervention in this episode for her where I try to get her and to convince her to eat real condiments, not that crap she actually likes. Look, I know you don't know what I'm talking about. It really doesn't matter. All you have to do is listen to the show, laugh, enjoy yourself, and I'm pretty sure, I'm very sure, I'm absolutely sure that's what you're going to do. So, are you ready for the show? Of course you are. Let's do it. Hello. Well, hello. Welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> you are so silly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, for those of you listening, obviously this is Miss Latisse Mitchell. She's been on the show before, and uh, that's why I sang "Welcome Back." And you can thank her for having to listen to my lame ass singing. <laughs> yeah, it's all my fault. Now, uh, now. Uh, I was just wondering because I remember the last time you, we had, I had you on, mm-hmm. I was teasing you because you were running down all the things that you were doing, all the yeah. shows you had lined up and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And I and I was wondering, uh, I was wondering back then if you had uh, somehow figured out how to create a wormhole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, I remember. <laughs> and clone myself or somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was it's really weird. Because that's the thing. See, it's like um. I know that like everybody's been shut down, you yeah. know, and and just literally shut down. But to somebody who was a uh, type A plus, and uh, by that I mean you, uh, <laughs> that absolutely has got to be like getting getting duct taped to a wall. Mm-hmm. When you because yeah, I mean like, you were going it was, to it was, it was touch and go for a while. <laughs> There was, that's, that's a lot of because it's really weird because I mean I mean even for even for me uh, when I when I do this kind of things that I was that I'm working on in secret um, it's it's a <laughs> difficult thing but I mean just but just to, just to go outside like you you're um, in South Jersey yes right and um, so I don't know exactly how bad in your particular city mm-hmm. uh, things have gotten when 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 uh, regards to COVID nineteen. Yeah, uh, I know because uh, you know it's just really weird watching a bunch of people walking around with masks on. Yeah, we're out here walking around with masks on now, and uh, good thing is, you know, um, things are starting to come back slowly. You know, last month, well, July, our governor opened up. You know, a few things like salons and restaurants have started to pick up, but everything is outside other than the salons. Um, but you know, everybody's taking the precautions, like at the nail salon, they have the dividers up, um, they have things hanging down from the ceiling for the pedicure chairs. And then for your nails, there's a big divider and you kind of put your hand through the slot type of deal. (laughs) And, uh, and I could not be more happy. Okay. Um, I'm so glad that things are starting to open back up. (laughs) 
Um, and in the meantime, comedy <laughs> took a halt, yes, and um, but it's been working its way back. I have been doing shows outside, yay! <laughs> oh man, and um, yeah, and I'm getting booked for things outside now, so it is really, really cool. Um, and I also have a nine to five now, uh oh. So I kind of had to pivot. Yeah, I had to pivot and uh, you know make some some money outside of comedy, and yeah. So I am actually talking to people all day, believe it or not, wearing our masks in WalMarts throughout South Jersey. <laughs> oh man, you know it's it's really weird because you essentially you right now because of COVID you're getting the LA treatment, right. <laughs> Pretty much, people have a, have get become very highly skilled in comedy, then go out to Los Angeles and you can't get on stage for a while, so you wind up taking a regular job and you're like, "What yep. the hell is this?" Right, <laughs> but I'm not. You know, I've never been a stranger to work. I worked since mm-hmm. I was 15 at regular. Right, I'm doing air quotes that you cannot see. Regular jobs <laughs> and. Uh, I, I actually, I love what I'm doing. I actually just recently got a promotion <laughs> and now I'm like uh, in a leadership role. I'm learning to uh, interview people. I'm training for that now. So yeah, I'm moving on up and I still get to do comedy. So I'm super excited. <laughs> how, how are you enjoying? Because it's a very similar thing happened to me. I moved out to Los Angeles and uh-huh. I started working for this big company and then I wound up working in the, the HR department. Oh wow! Oh, hey man! Yeah, uh, it's a lot of human interaction. <laughs> you know, the thing about it was, and I didn't mind it at all because a lot of people came in; they were very qualified for the job, and it was very easy for me. You know, when you're doing the interviews to see whether mm-hmm. to hire someone, it's very easy when they come and qualify. You're essentially going, "Okay, this person is," you know, "I gotta, I gotta talk to about ten more people, but this person's pretty much it right here." Right. And then you have people who come in and you're going. Why did you even walk? <laughs> Why? Right. You, you know, because, you know, cause at that point, they were trying to weed people out. So they do the general knowledge questions, basically mm-hmm. just shove people out the door like, you don't know who the president is, and we're out of here. You know, the, the eject button. <laughs> you know, but that was, that's a weird thing because when you, when you have to do, when you do both, you oh. know, uh, you have, because I know that I, I, when I had to do, like I said, the HR department, I had this feeling of being in the starting blocks, like when you're racing, because yeah. I, at Friday, I was going to be changing in the car or something and shooting to a show. Right. Yep. And that, and that is a great feeling to know that I am going to get rid of these people and sick of these bastards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stick of all your answers and get the hell out of here. Right, right. Talking through your teeth. <laughs> yeah, but when you, but the, but the thing is, but but you said that everything is kind of opening back up. Yeah. Uh, have you partaking in the outdoor dining and things of that nature, or did you have stuff? I different? have. Yeah, back in June, we actually, um, I went to the Chickies and Pete's close to me in Marlton. <laughs> And also Joe's Crab Shack in Deptford um, in the span of like the same weekend, too. It was so funny. And uh, yeah, everybody's outside. Everybody's wearing their masks. It's, um, you know, 
Um, and most of the restaurants, all of the restaurants are only doing takeout and outdoor dining. So it's a little different, but the food was amazing and I'm still alive. So that's good. <laughs> well, you haven't run any across any, uh, quote, Karen's unquote in, uh, right. <laughs> in Walmart, have you? No, you know what? No, I, it's crazy because I end up being a Karen. I see people and I'm like, where's your mask, sir? Like, this is not acceptable at all. There was a guy just walking around Walmart one day. I guess he got in because now they also have everything roped off. So you have to enter one way and exit the other. And they have people standing guard, making sure people have their masks on. So I'm assuming this uh, gentleman, you know, came in and like removed his mask immediately. And I'm like... And so security was literally chasing him through the store. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, and you didn't record any of this? Right, no. I'm, like, I'm trying to look. I'm trying to make my money too. So I'm like, I said, oh, wow, this is interesting. And I guess they es escorted him out, you know, but I said, listen, people will do what they want to do when they want to do it. I've never seen anybody that is so adamant about doing something that stupid. Right, right. And, <laughs> like, I don't understand it either. Trust me, I really don't. Listen, everybody, I'm telling you right now, this is the governor. Do not do that thing where you put your hand on a table and then you stab the knife quickly through the fingers. Don't right, do it. Right. <laughs> everybody loves that game. That's a fun game to play. <laughs> I'm an American with six fingers left. And I'm doing it. <laughs> exactly. As long as I still have some, I'm going to keep playing. Yeah, because, yeah, uh, oh, oh, that's what I'm going to ask you. When uh, Did you have the fireworks going, blowing up uh, where you were? Yeah, not as bad as in, in Philly, but <laughs> yes, yes, they were. Uh, now, I wanted to ask you about this. You, you're uh, doing uh, Funny Bits Radio. Um, yeah, so we changed the name a little bit to uh, it's just Funny Bits Podcast. Um, same same energy though, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we did a reboot for it. Um, what was that in July, early July? And uh, I think we're up to today. We actually are going to record episode eight, but everything is still going to. Um, air you know on um friday eve because you know how i feel about friday eve it's more festive than saying thursday so Indeed. Um, yes so um it will still come out tomorrow uh just at a later time because of my new work schedule so that's how that happened so we're not going to be live anymore we're going to pre-record and then just uh post it did you did, i mean you did you prefer doing it live Yes, I like the live show. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. Who does uh who does this? So do you edit it or do you uh go no. pretty much live to tape? Yep, that's it. Live and then we're like, it's there and then it's just <laughs> it's out there. <laughs> yeah. That is that is really weird. And, and and you also and you do it video while you do the video uh via Zoom, correct? Yeah, we're doing uh-huh. Yeah. So now um, actually we're on StreamYard, which I love. So everything is connected. I can um, actually do a live broadcast on Facebook and on YouTube simultaneously, which I really like. 
That is one of the wonders, wonders of social media. I know. Because well, I know, you know, everybody had to think of something to do. And I have been doing all these Zoom shows and I still have a couple actually coming up this month and uh, along with some more live shows. But, yeah, I'm like I've been trying to stay, you know, busy with comedy. And now, like I said, um, just started this new job. It'll, it'll only be a month and a, about another two weeks or so. So, yeah, I'm having a good time. <laughs> That, that was weird because I've I've been some of my friends have said to me you got to come on the Zoom show I haven't done it yet. You uh, should. What are you waiting for? Well, you know, man, I got two podcasts, so. Yeah, you're busy. I, I can't, you know, that's the same people go. Come on, ask you got to do our show, and I'm going. Well, sure. When is it? Da, 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 da. I'm going. <sighs> yeah, that's right in the middle of whatever <laughs> you are going to do. It's like, right. know, well, how come you don't do social? Um, I have two podcasts. It's kind of fun. Right. And well, I'm going to ask you right now if you're usually going to be available on a Tuesday around six, because that's when we're recording ours. And I want to get you on our show, too. Tuesdays at six. Mm-hmm. That actually sounds pretty good. Okay, well, mark it down and um, just as a question mark, and we'll see, like, you know, maybe the 18th or the 25th, I can get you on, and then it'll air on that that same week, but on Thursday. Okay. Okay, I'm going to, the, 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 the day and the time is good. We'll yes. get together on the date, though. Yes, yeah. now, for sure. Now, now, tell me about the, now, tell me about the, I, I keep hearing people talk about Zoom open mic nights. Uh-huh. And Zoom um, stand up. I don't. What's explain? It's the same. It's just on, on Zoom, so everybody is literally like in the in the Zoom room, and comedy happens. It's so much fun. So I do this one, this regular one on Sunday nights. There was you, you, you know, um, Fergie's over in Philly. Um, they used to have obviously the Sunday night Fergie's open mic. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kat Mosley, who runs that, she started like right at the like when the quarantine hit, she immediately took to Zoom and started doing the showcase via Zoom. And she calls it sucks to be quarantined at Fergie's open mic. And it's every Sunday. So this thing has grown immensely. And it's literally um, two parts to the show. Um, she has a, a regular crew and then a host crew that I'm actually a part of because I've hosted the uh, show before. So, and there's always at least 40 comedians uh, between both halves that, you know, do three minute sets and some people do five minute sets, but it's so much fun. And we literally like clown the entire night. So when I say they go live at 9 p.m. and it goes until about um, probably one in the morning. <laughs> oh, gee, this is like being there. Yeah, for sure. Especially it's so the, much the fun. Part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is so much fun, though. Oh, my gosh. We, like, literally talk trash the entire night. It's hilarious. And I see. And what I've noticed is you have you've poisoned your daughter with the comedy bug. <laughs> I didn't poison her. <laughs> She gets it naturally. 
But it's funny because she's like, she doesn't want to be called a comedian. She's like, okay, I did that. And if I want to do it again, I will. So she, you know, she went through uh, Vince Valentine's class, actually. And they have their big, you know, showcase at the end of the six or eight weeks, however long it was. And she had a great performance. And then uh, she was like, all right, that was fun. I don't know if I'm going to do it again, but that was cool. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and and the funny thing is, I respect it because there are people that, you know, they that visit comedy to do it because they go, I just want to try that. Yep. I was like, I want to go to France. I want to do. I want to see the sights. I want to look right. at the tower. I want to go to the Louvre. Okay, yep. did it. <laughs> did that. Check it off the back. list. And but yep. like, I did it. That's it. We're done here. Because um. <laughs> Because that, that was a really weird thing. Because it's the same thing, like with uh, with with the pod and, and funny bits, funny bits radio and my pod is when the people get into doing podcasts and things of the nature or radio or whatever, mm-hmm. everybody hears the what we do on the end on the other side, but they don't know what it takes to do that every single week. Yes, yes, and, and, it's a lot. <laughs> you know, it's a lot. You know, and that's what they have that that's what they have that term called pod fading. <laughs> yeah. Because people will do six or seven, I'm like, hey man, this is like work, bro. Right. <laughs> and then they got well, to get yeah, the there's a lot that goes into it. And normally like with my my crew, cause so it's me, Carl, Larry, and Kayla, we're all, you know, hosts of the show. But every week I'm like, okay, we were having like a pre-show. Um, powwow to get like the topics together I type up everything like I have a template for (laughs) the rundown Mm -hmm. and how the show is going to go and we think of topics and we're like okay let's touch on this let's touch on this I you know and I like to do like the celebrity birthdays for the day and I do the national calendar days too so we have fun with that and it's a whole nice mixture but yeah I have to have a rundown I have to have it organized because I would forget or we'd like veer off. And I'm like, mm-hmm. when there's four of us together. Everybody's thinking of something else. And I'm like, all right. So I usually end up being the one to like wrangle everybody back in <laughs> and steer the show. But we have a good time. And it is it is work. It's work. You have you are the Whoopi Goldberg of Funny Bits Radio. <laughs> I am. I really am. And I love it. <laughs> And that's and that's a really an interesting thing because when you have a bunch of people on the show and it's different obviously because when they're sitting there, there's, I mean there's always that little like if you're on Zoom or any kind of um, video streaming service as good as they are and they are all surprisingly good and I am old enough to remember when there was no internet, right. <laughs> you know? yeah, no cell phones sure. and now all of a sudden you, you know I could talk to somebody in China in real time. And, right, and it's just that that little bit of a delay, that little shade of a delay, that doesn't seem like much, but in the course of a conversation, it throws everything off. If you're in the same room, you can look at the person and know when they're really stopped, they're really done talking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you do it on Zoom, I, I mean, this guy, I'm, I'm assuming there's a little bit of a oh, wait, oh, oh, wait, oh, wait. <laughs> no, you'd be surprised. I think they've. They've uh, worked out the kinks since everybody first started jumping on there as well, because I was actually um, teaching class through there, too, because, um, 
you know, I, um, I'm one of the instructors at FIT over in Philly. And for a minute, the classes were halted. And then we, Greg was like, here, here's what we're going to do. And I was teaching my 101 and my 201 um, on Zoom. So it, it helped out a lot. Now, remember, you're talking to me and I get it. I know what you're talking about. But the people yeah. listening to us have no idea what FIT is. So could you explain it to them? Oh, it's it just stands for Philly Improv Theater. So, um, and that they offer a lot of different classes. They have the stand up, they have improv, they have sketch, uh, even acting, and they put on live shows normally every day of the week prior to um, the shutdown for COVID nineteen. Now, how are you enjoying? Because I've actually taught taught comedy classes back in the day. Yeah. You know, and I I came in with my notes and my notepads. I had little, you know, <laughs> charts and everything for everybody. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, I taught it as you know, as if, you know, I was teaching, you know, a, a class to college kids. Um Yeah. Yeah, and, that's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. And then but 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 I, I that but you can always look out and you're seeing maybe like fifteen, twenty people in front of you. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm looking at them and I'm and the whole time I'm thinking one, I think one of these people is actually, maybe two, are actually going to do it more than 15 sure. mm-hmm. You know, the rest of them, it, it's, it's like a, a, the people that I knew in my personal mm-hmm. life that knew what I did and they found out what I did. And they go, oh, yeah, I'd like to try it. I'd like to take an improv class and a, and a class on juggling and triple fire eating. And all. <laughs> right. <laughs> None of that applies to me. <laughs> you know, right. I, I have not eaten any fire. But did, I mean, how did you feel about maybe maybe the first time you go to the when they go, okay, Latisse, I want you to teach class here on Thursday. I mean, how much lead time between them asking you to do it and then actually going to do it did you have? When when everything shut down or originally when they when you were first approached to teach a comedy class. Oh yeah, teaching of the class. How much time between notes and moments? There was actually there was a good amount of time in between um, because you know they they do it by session. So um, I was approached. I guess it's going on two and a half years ago mm-hmm. to join the staff over there, and I was like, "What? You want me to do what?" <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I was like, "Yeah, I would love to." And um, yeah, it was wild at first. I mean, actually going to the, the building and, you know, having your own classroom and meeting people. Uh, but probably between the time they asked me, it was a good two to three months because I also then had to get the curriculum together for them. I kind of they had like kind of a blueprint and then they asked me to kind of like tweak it. So I had time to do that, and then it had to be approved, and then, of course, it was approved. And uh, so, yeah, it was probably about two months in between, two to three months. Um, Yeah, so, and then I just, you know, went in and was like, all right, this will be for week one, and this will be week two. And just getting to know, like, you know, meeting absolute strangers and then getting to know them through comedy is, is very, very it's rewarding for me. I, I find it, um, I find it interesting and rewarding all at the same time because you have these different personalities, but what my experience has been, everybody comes in there. Usually they're already, already funny. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, like you can't teach anybody to be funny. And I say that in my class straight out the gate. Like I'm I specifically am there to help them structure and to to like figure out how to actually present the jokes, you know, on stage and paint a, a solid picture for the audience. And that's how I explain it. But yeah, they come in, they're already funny. They just need to know how to structure their jokes. You did a, you you did a much better job than I did. I'll be honest with you. You know, I didn't see really. And I'll tell you why. Because when they came and I walked in and I said, "You losers are nothing without me." <laughs> no, you did not. Now sit down and give me ten push-ups. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Straight drill sergeant on them. <laughs> that wasn't funny. Right. You know, they it was really weird to. Uh, maybe uh, see if, if this, it was really weird be, to when I when I was there because I literally I think there were maybe five people younger than me at the time I was in my thirties at the time there were like five okay. people younger than me this is like twenty years ago obviously and a bunch of people that were like my age twenty seven and uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> they were like forty fifty year olds and six year olds and it was really weird because because I had the information that they wanted, I was, you know, it was like kind of weird to have people older than me that I was normally be deferential to mm-hmm. hitting me with that. Mr. Thomas, uh, uh, right. Mr. Thomas uh, I'm going, oh, yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was really weird. Um, but the best part is at the end, after, after the last class, and you could see the amazing improvement of people because they, they came in, mm-hmm. even if they didn't, plan on making it their career they you can tell they took tools away that they use in their regular life which is a pretty interesting thing exactly that's exactly what happens in and in the you know the beginning of the class we do that whole get to know you and i always ask you know what brought you here and some legitimately are like i just want to be able to speak in public easy you know um without being terrified and i'm like okay cool like for whatever reason their job you know they have to get up and do presentations and they don't feel comfortable and they decide to take a comedy class and i think that is so cool and you took improv classes as a student and things of that nature did you not i did yeah i did improv and sketch with them years ago and in new york i was at uh, magnet theater for a hot minute too a hot minute. Yeah. They have like, oh, they probably have like workshops, right? Yeah, I took their 101. It was so much fun. And we had, you know, the, the class, you know, uh, show and everything. It was fun. Um, and I took it with a fellow comedian actually from Philly, uh, Jess Carpenter. And we would go up every Sunday to New York. And it was like our little adventure. <laughs> <laughs> that is, uh, uh, do you remember the going to New York your first time? doing comedy yeah it was um it was in may of 2009 and it was i went up for um ochi's lounge comedy it was a sunday too um and they're not even there anymore because the club the main club was comics and it was like on 14th Mm -hmm. street yeah and uh downstairs they had Ochi's Lounge and this is where all the beginners you know would come and um in fact Khalees Hawkins she had a mic and then I 
found uh, Ed Till's mic and he ran that on Sunday nights. And that's how I started meeting all these cool, you know, New York comedians. And then shortly after that, I started getting on shows. And my first show was at Broadway um, with Jeff Lawrence and friends. And um, that's where I met uh, Nikki Sunshine. We were on the same show. Uh, there was a few people. I think Carolyn Busa, she was on that show too. It was so funny. I found the flyer. You ever like find old flyers? Like, and I found this because I actually, I had it printed out, like printed out and I saved it. And I found it recently. I was like, oh my gosh, this was like my first New York show. Yeah, it was like in September of 09. So this is like right after you started. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I started January of 09. And then I started like going up to New York and yeah, so it helped a lot. Isn't it weird when you go up there the first time and there's so many clubs stacked on top of each other? Right. That right. you get a I did not know anything <laughs> about comedy in New York. <laughs> that's that's why that's why um until you learn how to write until you know what your comedy voice sounds like and you can just write it in a vacuum for the most part. Yeah. It was really weird because I was I was seventeen the first time I went up there. Oh wow! To do comedy, and this was, it was and it was a culture shock for me. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I go up there, I'm going, man, this ain't gonna be any different. I'm from Philly, you know what <laughs> I mean? I'm gonna go New York, ain't gonna right. be. I'm gonna go up there and do my thing. And these guys were getting seven times as much stage time as I was getting. Yep. So yep. I'm going, what the hell? I was used to being like in the top one percent, and now I'm all of a sudden I'm in the top half. I'm like, hey, what the hell is this? <laughs> I ain't come right. up here to get my butt waxed, you know. Uh, you know, right? Uh, Quick shot to the ego for sure. I was like, "Geez, man, been two, you know, dudes two years older than me or six years past me in uh, development because right. of all that stage right. stuff." Because, because yep. literally, you go up there, you could you could have an idea, you know, it's funny. By the end of the night, you did it six times. Yeah. So basically, and you now know that cool. bit. That bit can go right into your act. In a day, mm-hmm. it would take yep. me a month. And I was like, and that's when I started going up. I was going up there. I did shows here. I went up to there five days a week. I did weekend shows. I did bar gigs in Jersey. I was like, I ain't getting Nobody's getting more stage time than me. And I don't, I know somebody said, you know, in a couple of decades, a woman named Latisse will be on stage more than anybody. <laughs> Oh, you heard that voice. <laughs> she, she, she metamorphosized in 15 clubs simultaneously. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, like, what really got me, like, I don't know, I guess stage tough was, like, doing those late night shows. Uh, Seymour Swan had a, a midnight show mm-hmm. where he would have the Sisters of Comedy, and it literally was like, Khalees Hawkins, Phoebe Robinson, Yamanika Saunders, me, um, um, what's her name? The Wayans, um, mm-hmm. the Wayans, uh, Kim, Kim, no, no, the younger, the young one, um, oh, the, the guy, uh, the lady, yeah, who just did the special with uh, Tiffany Haddish, she, um, she was there, like we used to all just be there. This was a Saturday night, midnight show. And let me tell you, that place would be packed and they would all come to see these women perform. It was so much fun. Um, yeah, Nikki Sunshine and 
Liz Fabulous and everybody. And uh, it was amazing. And shortly after that, like I said, I started doing that. And by like 2011, I want to say, yeah, like 2010, 2011, Seymour um, actually let me host, um, started hosting the, the shows. And I was the first woman to ever host one of his shows. And also for Jamie Roberts show that he used to run um, Sunday Night Live. Um, I was I was the first woman to host his shows, too. And uh, so it was amazing. That is that, that is just it's, it's a really interesting. It's really interesting to have the to have that city so close to you. Yeah. You know, because there's many people in the middle of the country we would kill to be mm-hmm. in South Jersey or to be in uh, Manhattan Beach, California, you know, yeah. 45 right. minutes, 30 minutes away from the media, the media center. You know, yep. uh, most of us are wise enough to stay in New Jersey and not move up there and <laughs> being drained down. <laughs> right. Are you going to move up to the city? Hell no. well to be honest if I didn't have kids like if I didn't have a family I would have been up there by now but where we are like I like the school district you know my middle child is he'll be a freshman this year in in September and then the little one is starting kindergarten so it it was a big factor for me Uh, but yeah if I if I was you know unattached I would have been up there (laughs) yeah well it, it, it's really an interesting thing because living in the media center itself, because mm-hmm. I live I lived right in Hollywood. And wow. uh, yeah, I, I lucked into that because it's like I, I auditioned for, oh, just, I'm going to, everybody knows how old I am, screw it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was auditioning for In Living Color before it got, right before it got canceled. Ooh, oh, wow. So I'm like, yeah, you know, I already got my head off. Yeah, you know, they're going to pick this thing up. You know what I mean? I'm going to go and slide it. That didn't happen. So, you know, it got canceled. I moved to, I moved to L.A. And mm-hmm. it's really weird because when you, when you move into Los Angeles, I was glad that I had gone up to New York at 17 and got my teeth kicked in. Because wow. by, the, by the time I moved to Los Angeles, nothing phased me. I, I am I am culture shock immune by at this point. I'm still in my twenties now. You could set somebody on fire in the front row, and I'm like, yeah, that's nice. Uh, put this lady out. Anyway, this, these two guys walk in, and uh, <laughs> 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 right because you, you've been you're a decade plus in the game at this point, right? So mm-hmm. let's be honest. Somebody could walk in there with a grenade, and you'd be like, that's cute. Yeah, pick them, pick that shrapnel up. So anyway, like I said, my you know, being a woman in New Jersey, you know, it's like you slide right into the bit. Right. Because right. you see everything. You see, you've heard every heckle. Yep. You've, you've, I've seen people get, I've seen fights in my audience. Uh, I've seen people pass out, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. I saw people were throwing uh, ketchup bottles at my, at my opening acts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Full ketchup bottles. He ain't funny, you know, and uh, still had to go on. Ironically, mm-hmm. it went well. Funny. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to tease you about something because oh, I like you. Get into 
Oh, you know what's coming. Don't act like you don't know what's coming. You know. <laughs> Before I get out of here. <laughs> Just in case, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know I have no choice but to work you over for your ridiculous, <laughs> insane. I have no idea if you uh, had some edibles before you typed it. I uh, did uh, not, sir. No. You should have said you did because it's ridiculous. Nope. True ridiculous. statement. Go ahead. Put okay, me on blast. I have, I can, and then I'll say my side of the story. <laughs> you have no side because you're wrong and you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> oh, please clue the audience in on what we are actually talking about. <laughs> okay, now Latisse is a is a South Jersey lady. I am originally from Philly. And usually a person, and I'm a little older than she is, but usually a person, at, at when you get to a certain age and a certain level of success in your career, <laughs> it implies a level of culinary sense. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you using the word culinary for this? And, oh, wow. And a palate okay. that, tastes, that tastes good. Keep, now, keep building it up so it's just... <clears throat> Now, <laughs> in different countries, uh, like the people that are listening in Europe, uh, first of all, you know I love y'all, but shut up because y'all dip mayonnaise, y'all dip uh, potato, y'all dip your uh, French fries and mayonnaise. So I don't want no damn from y'all. So shut up, love right. y'all, <laughs> but shut up. She says she likes to eat. Oh, hold on. Oh God. <laughs> oh. Miracle Whip. Oh God. Oh. Yes, Miracle Whip. Say it again. Oh God, I can't. Hold on. Mm -hmm. oh. <laughs> <laughs> tell, me you, tell me, first of all, sometimes they call that garbage salad dressing, which means even they don't know what it is. <laughs> first of all, let me go. I grew up on Miracle Whip, okay? It was always in my refrigerator. My mama, who is a black woman, okay, always kept Miracle Whip in the refrigerator. Now, I'm not saying I'm opposed to mayonnaise. I've had mayo plenty of times. I used to eat bologna and cheese sandwiches, and that would be regular mayonnaise. But I prefer, and I will say that again, I prefer Miracle Whip. First it of all, is I tangier. It, is, it just tastes better all the way around. And when I think about eating sandwiches as a kid, that is the taste that I have on white Wonder oh. Bread and Miracle Whip. Yes, oh. with turkey and cheese. Yes, oh, sir. Oh God! Why? <laughs> now, are you are you are you one of those people that takes the Miracle Whip with the with, Are you a knife Miracle Whip spreader or a spoon Miracle uh, Whip spreader? Definitely a knife. Knife. Oh my God! It's like <laughs> <laughs> when I had. I had some teenage relatives staying with me for a while. Mm -hmm. and I had to, first of all, I don't even, I don't even bring that into the house. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like if you brought, if you, if you walked up to my house, the front door with Miracle Whip in your hands, you ever seen that commercial where they, tr they, they're trying to sell the dip and the people try to put the food in a dip and the food moves itself not to go into the yes. bowl. <laughs> that is what the bottle would do at my door. As Anthony's in there. He hates us. Get out. Get right. 
I might actually call the police. Uh, I'm a little threatened. Uh, somebody's trying to bring Miracle Whip in my house, and I might have to stab them. Uh, I, I just because <laughs> the thing is, remember, I put on Facebook. I asked my friends. I was teasing my friends about um, about cheese steaks and what they like on them and all that kind of stuff. And everybody on my other podcast, I did a, I did a, and I, I'm, I'm teasing you here. But what I eat is even worse to other people, even though I think Miracle Whip is like a sucking on your shoe, but that's different. And I'm gonna get, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this, I'm gonna get to this, to this real fast, because I know um, I, I, you squeeze me in before your other show. So <laughs> no when I eat my tuna, my tuna sandwich, my tuna hoagie consists yeah. of, oh god, what mustard, spicy mustard, mustard with tuna, and barbecue sauce. Oh no! See, you just out of pocket right now. This is this sounds horrible. Yes, I'm telling you, I did an episode where I described my tuna sandwich, the one I'm telling Mm -mm. to you about right now. Mm -mm. I I have never, to this date, with a much bigger audience, ever gotten ridiculed from different countries, including the United States. As you should, as you should. That sounds like something that they made on chopped that then gets chopped, okay? Because that is horrible. Yes, it gets chopped right in half so you can no. share it with people. <laughs> no. It's half to you. So you have so you eat miracle whip death juice right. like at the death. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, young lady, tuna <laughs> tuna hoagie. With you know, hook up the tuna hoagie on top any way you want to, but you take the bread and you put the spicy mustard fuldens on one side, and you put the barbecue sauce on the other side. That kills Miracle Whip. Miracle Whip stinks. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But I will give you credit. True Philly homegrown using the word hoagie. You know, <laughs> I was born there. <laughs> Right, <laughs> three years of my life there. I can't say it the other way without my mouth right. hurting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. All right. Okay. Now I know you have to, you have to, you have to go record another show, and I'm glad. I'm thank you for squeezing me in here. Um, before we go, you know, I want you to uh, tell everybody where all of your stuff is, where you're going to be, your website, okay. maybe your shows. Hit them with all of that. Sure, sure. All right. So on social media, it's under Latisse Comedy. You know, that's L-A, capital T-I-C-E, comedy. That's on everything, um, Instagram, Twitter, and of course, Facebook. And I have a separate uh, Facebook page called Latisse Jokes. You can go to that one. Please like that page. Follow me there. And my website is also latissecomedy.com. And August 15th, I will be in Bethlehem, PA. Uh, performing at Steel Stacks outside at the Old Town Square. And I cannot wait. I'm actually headlining that show. Super excited. And I have a couple other Zoom things coming up, but um, I post everything online. So please follow me. And uh, that's about it. <laughs> now, before we go, like I said, I know I appreciated uh, you speaking to me before your other recording for you to be doing your other show. Yeah. Thank I just want to say, eventually, we're going to run. We're going to cross paths. Of course, I hope so. Okay, and at some point, we're going to be playing on the same show. And obviously, when you're comics and you're playing on the same show, you eat. <laughs> I'm going to 
be someplace where you're eating Miracle Whip, and I promise you, the first three times, <laughs> the f- three times, I will not change my facial expression. I've never been out and had Miracle Whip yet. If we're going to be out at a club or somewhere, we're probably, you'll probably see me eating wings or uh, some type of uh, seafood. Anything seafood that I will eat that. <laughs> One of these times, as a joke, I'm going to show up at a gig. We're going to be in the same place. And we're all kinds are going to be eating. And I'm just going to put Miracle Whip on the table, see if you die for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so horrible. I'm just, I was laughing at all the comments under that post because I knew what it was going to look like before I posted it, which is why I posted it. <laughs> well, I, I tell you something right now. As, as someone who we obviously follow each other on Facebook, uh, mm-hmm. Every time you mention that, I'm going to ridicule you, just to let you know in advance. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. I already now, know what to expect from you. Oh, it's coming. And yeah. uh, and I want to thank you for coming on. We will do it again. We will do and it yes, again. We will. Thank you and, for having and, me back. This is so much fun as, uh, as it was before. I love talking to you. And please, you. try some real condiments, okay? <laughs> fine, fine. Take, take care. Take care. All right, you too. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right, now I gotta know. I gotta know. Show's over. You heard that intervention at the end of the show. Who do you agree with? Do you think Miracle Whip is awesome? Or do you love my incredible, absolutely perfect tuna hoagie recipe? Who do you agree with? Now, here's a hint, though. <clears throat> you guys are actually my listeners, so you should probably agree with me. Okay? She was only here the one time, and she'll come back again. But I'm going to be here every week, so I'm just saying. I mean, if you're going to agree with one of us, I would suggest you agree with, you know, <clears throat> yours truly. <clears throat> I'm definitely not trying to fix the selection. <laughs> Okay, you have all of our social media. Let me know what you think. Tweet me, Facebook me, I don't care. Just let me know who do you agree with. Miracle Whip? No. Or my tuna recipe? Yay! You dig? (laughs) Much love to you. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.